What's going on everyone and welcome to Ramblin' Gamers episode 15. Today I'm here with the one, the only, Adam. And today we're going to ramble on about the latest video game news along with several other topics ranging from our game opinions. Uh, actually, we're not going to be rambling about up the news about upcoming geeky movies and TV shows. And if you do want to hear us ramble on about that, check out our new show. We'll be going up on Sundays, most weeks, maybe not weekly, but keep an eye out for Sundays at noon because it is Ramblin' Gamers Matinee. This week we talked about uh, WandaVision. By, by the time you hear this episode, it will be up. So if you haven't listened, go listen. But we talked about uh, the first three episodes of WandaVision and then uh, a big rumor that has surfaced within the past week or so about a character possibly returning. So if you want to go listen to that, go check it out. It should be out on every streaming service you can think of, every streaming service under the sun. But if you guys are liking this show and want to stay up to date, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ramblin' Gamers. We've now begun to upload on our YouTube channel every Friday. You can find us by searching Ramblin' Gamers. This past Friday, we uploaded the NES Crash Course 2, where I go and play six or seven games uh on the nintendo switch online older games i think kid icarus was in this one am i right on that one adam uh yes so go watch me be terrible at that i did really enjoy it though um the the last part of it should be uploaded a, a week or two from now i don't remember the exact schedule but just keep an eye out on us subscribe like and comment on those we have also started streaming on twitch you can find our streams at twitch.tv slash rambling gamers and if you're liking our content and would like to see more please share this with a friend so we can continue to make content for everyone but before we get into the news we have six stories as of right now How's it going, Adam? Let, give me the rundown on what you've been playing this past week. Um, well, and we're going to talk about it a lot later. The big thing I played this week was uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Okay. Okay. I, I guess I'm, I'm not going to ask you too many questions about that, because <laughs> one, I know, and two, it's a part, one of our news stories. But what I've been playing this week, not going to be much different from the past two weeks. I finished Super Mario Odyssey. I got every moon you could possibly get. Uh, finally got the last one on the darker side of the moon. It took me several tries, but I finally persevered and got it. Played some more ice climbers. Yeah. <laughs> Any better? Um, I've gotten better. Yes, I've almost finished a, a, the entire bonus round. I've gotten to the top, but am I supposed to like whack the bird? Like, what am I supposed to do? You have to jump up and grab it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I have gotten better. I've made it to like... Uh, like stage six or seven now before losing all my lives the controls are absolutely awful but i don't know why i just really vibe with that game played some mario 35 played some tetris 99 i've been really vibing my switch man i, I haven't turned my playstation on i don't think since i've gotten the switch other than maybe for some fall guys <laughs> do i know but, what i use my playstation for uh probably youtube or something <laughs> yeah i put on like twitch or youtube while i play my switch yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's been kind of a lull for games coming uh, coming out on that, but it, hopefully it'll be picking up with uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart Returnal and um, this game coming out May seventh. The Resident Evil Showcase uh, was, I believe, on Thursday this past week, and they announced mm -hmm. when Village is coming out. Resident Evil Eight, as it's also known, uh, it's coming out May seventh, and the demo is out now. Adam, interested in this or not? Uh, I am. Uh, I haven't played Resident Evil 7 yet. I played some of it, but um, it's on my list, especially because I have it for free now on my PS5, so I'd mm -hmm. like to play it before Resident Evil 8 comes out. Um, the demo, uh, when I get around to it, I'm going to 
play it for sure. I just didn't have time uh, between when it came out and now to play it. Otherwise, I would have played it <laughs> and had more to share. Yeah. Um, but I like I've heard it's fun. And with the demos, um, I know the Resident Evil Seven demo that came out that I played is like different than the game itself. So it's not like you're playing like the beginning of the game. It's like you're you're playing like a unique like side story to the game. Okay. Is that the same for this, I would imagine, then? Um, I believe so. I didn't watch the actual showcase itself. I just, like, caught up on the news after. Dude, is this a... This isn't a multiplayer game, correct? Uh, no. But they did also in the showcase announced Resident Evil Reverse, uh, which is... <laughs> which is a um, multiplayer game that comes free with Resident Evil 8. So the game itself isn't free, but you get this game for free when you buy Resident Evil 8. And then you can play multiplayer. Okay. But it's, uh, okay, so I don't know if you saw this tweet. So they must have been having problems with character models and, like, maybe two characters running around, like, the same hallway. Have you seen the picture of how small they made the, the character models for Reverse? I have. It doesn't bug me as much as it should, and it honestly makes sense. Because, like, <laughs> mul- uh, like, horror game maps are, like, small and cramped. Mm-hmm. You're, like, in houses and and stuff so it makes sense what what they're doing if they want to pull from like characters and locations from previous resident evil games that yeah. they would have to do some tweaking um i mean could they have done a better job probably but it, it honestly doesn't like bug me that much especially because like resident evil itself can be kind of goofy at times yeah it i i guess i was bringing that up just because i thought it was funny it doesn't bother me either i just thought i, I don't know just seeing someone not be that much taller than a desk you know, yeah. kind of reminds me of myself running around. Yeah. But, <laughs> but <laughs> so that's pretty cool. This is coming for free with Resident Evil 8. Is this something that you actually plan on buying or is it something that you're going to get the demo and then see how you're feeling from there? Um, I, th- I guess my game plan right now is play the demo, play Resident Evil 7, and then go from there. But, yeah, there, um, there are a lot of games coming out here pretty soon that um i in my opinion kind of I, i'm more excited for than this one mm-hmm. uh super mario 3d world you've really sold me on that really um, are you gonna get it when it comes out if you commit to getting it i will commit to getting it well i'm committing to getting it now <laughs> do you want to stream playing through it i'll stream together? playing through it yeah hell yeah it's gonna be, it's gonna be difficult to get our schedule sorted out and we're not gonna be able to fly through it probably as much as both of us would like to Mm-hmm. but yeah we'll for sure keep an eye out on our twitter and instagram for updates about that um yeah i'll you know what i'll go pre-order it right after we get off damn son yeah let's go and we i, I get the pins as well from gamestop really i believe so yeah have you pre-ordered it yet do you have your pins locked down no if i get the pins and you don't end up getting them i'll give them to you for five bucks <laughs> okay I, I don't even want them <laughs> okay but and then what what other games are coming out i'm trying to trying to think just right off the right off the cuff uh ratchet and clank rift apart my one of my most look forward to games this year is coming out mm-hmm. returnal is a game that's coming out that i don't see myself getting it but if it looks if it ends up being uh received well who knows maybe i'll go and drop I see the thing is, I think it's a $70 game. I don't know if I really want to spend $70 on that. Yeah, it's been hard for me 
with like the increase in the price of games too. Yeah. But uh, that the indie game that was announced at the Indie World Showcase, Cyber Shadow, mm-hmm. that comes get, out soon. Comes out the twenty eighth, I believe. Get yeah. get this free on Game Pass. Really? Yeah, that's good. I mean, yeah, but not not for us. We don't have any way to do it. No, but, but it's just a good thing. <laughs> yeah, just a good thing in general. But it's a net win. Yeah, I would just wish we got it for free on Nintendo Switch. I don't know. There's no no servers for that yet. But speaking of Xbox, oh wait, I guess I'm skip, completely skipping over something. The Netflix animated movie is this a? I assume a Resident Evil animated movie. Oh yeah, I mean they didn't show a lot. They just said it was happening. Um, this like the three things on here are the three things they talked about in their 50 minute showcase. Okay, so so I, th- I just I just typed up like everything. Yeah, so do you think Netflix is kind of realizing the success that they can potentially have with video video game adaptations because of The Witcher and they're trying to go all in on it? Um, like 100%, although I think they realized that before The Witcher. I think The Witcher was like the first project because they had the Castlevania show. Oh, before. yeah, 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 you're right. And then there was The Witcher and then there's that rumor of like The Legend of Zelda Netflix TV show. Oh, I've um, never even heard of that one. Which like rumors are still circulating about that, so it could still be happening. And I correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they recently announce a, an Assassin's Creed show? Um, they may have. I may have just like ignored that because yeah, like... it's Assassin's <laughs> Creed. Yeah. Huh. The, I th- I think it's a uh pretty cool move. And there's I guess there's been other things that have come out recently too that have been pretty po- like Sonic came out. I, I know that mm-hmm. Sonic's a pro- definitely a bigger name than um uh resident evil but you know still shows that there can be success with things like that Mm -hmm. and detective pikachu too like really up until like (laughs) a few years ago video game adaptations and like film and tv sucked yeah well and i i heard the monster hunter one that just came out wasn't the best either oh yeah did you hear that they had to take that off of the chinese market really yeah the like within the the racist joke they put in it is this a bit? No, it's not a bit. For the first, like the, after day one of it being out, they had to take it off of uh, out of China. That <laughs> there goes a lot of money then. Yeah, I don't know if they went and took the joke out. The, I I saw the joke, and um, obviously I'm I'm not here to say who's offended by what because of the, in different cultures and everything. The joke to me is a joke that like we we used to make in elementary school, and I guess I didn't realize it was like uh, considered offensive. So. Um, I'm glad I we don't make jokes like that anymore, and it's kind of a shame that they would even consider putting it in China if if they uh, had done like a test with it and someone okayed it. You know, it's mm-hmm. just a bad joke too. It's just terrible writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I don't know what it is, but if it has to be some like elementary school joke, why would you even put that in a movie? I, I don't know. I don't know, but um, I, also there's the Uncharted and the the Last of Us, and Sony just came out and said that's just the beginning of their video Uh-oh. game adaptations. And there's seven. I think they said they have seven different ones in development, including do those a, two. Didn't they do a Ratchet and Clank animated movie? Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Oh, sorry. No, I mean it's it's not your fault that it was bad, but um, I don't know, just kind of disappointing that it was bad. I'm just curious if they have, if they say they have seven in the works. Two of them we already know. What could the other five be? Is it like a Horizon Zero Dawn? That could be interesting. I wouldn't want Aloy's story, though. I just want something else. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't want them to go all in. I'd rather they make like the two good ones and then, you know. Yeah. Well, no, dude. Everything has to be a shared universe now. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Mar- Marvel all- all is ruining it for everyone else because no one else is going to be able to make it as good as Marvel did. Mm-hmm. But I digress. We can talk about that in our other show, Ramblin' Gamers Matinee, coming out on Sundays. Moving on to our second story is an absolute disaster timeline from Xbox. So I'm just going to give everyone the rundown. So Xbox Live is uh, Xbox's uh, basically paid service that you use to play online. Um, they first, I think they were the first one to really popularize paying for it because I know the PlayStation 3, it didn't have it. And then they probably saw how successful it was with Xbox and the PlayStation 4 had it. But it's always been around the $60 mark, so about $5 a month. And they announced, actually, this was yesterday, so the the January 22nd, that the price was increasing, not just increasing, doubling, okay, doubling to $120 uh, for an entire year. Uh, people went crazy, rightly so, and everyone started calling them out because I didn't know, I didn't even realize this. Xbox makes people pay for their online service, even for free-to-play games such as uh, Fortnite, Warzone, and Apex Legends. So. Uh, for those of you that don't know, you can download those for free on why well, if the system has it on PC, PlayStation, and Switch, and play it for free without having to buy their online service. That wasn't the case for Xbox, so people were like, "Hey, you guys are already making us pay for this. Why are you increasing our price again?" And they ended up fixing fixing it basically, which is really good on their part. The continuing to kind of show why they're more pro consumer than any of the other video game companies, but they changed it back to $60 and actually changed that free to play uh disaster where free to play games are truly free to play. How do you feel about this whole whole timeline, Adam? I mean, in the end, kind of a net win. <laughs> yeah. Cause it came out a little better for consumers. But it's still like, why do they think they could get away with just like doubling the price? So I think the reason they wanted to do that was so this would uh, equal about $10 a month. Their Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, I believe, is $15 a month. So I think if they they thought like, hey, if we up this price to $10 a month, people will just say, screw it. I'd rather just pay five more dollars extra and get Xbox Game Pass, which I, Xbox Game Pass is a is a great deal for for fifteen dollars a month, but I think that the the problem lied lies with those free to play games. Uh, I would say typically people who play those games consistently, and I, I'm not trying to like call anyone out or say this is a bad thing, are typically younger kids, younger people who maybe don't have as much money, so they're already having to pay for this uh, so called free to play game, and now you're increasing their price even more on that. I think if that wasn't an issue where free-to-play games were truly free-to-play, I don't think this would have been uh, uh, seen with as much backlash. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know, just the fact that you'd have to pay uh, $10 a, a month, basically, to play Fortnite is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so it's good on them for hearing complaints and changing it. But uh, you're right. I don't know what they were possibly thinking mm-hmm. but, with that. Um, but little little oopsie. I think Nintendo is the same way. I, I think you have to have their online to play like Fortnite. You don't. I, I'm you don't. I looked okay. it up. Okay. I believe I, I wasn't sure. It just seemed like something. Let me let me look 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 that up. No, you don't need it to play Fortnite. I don't know if it's the same for for anything. Uh, any of the other ones, I would assume it's the same across the board, but that's good. Um, so then, like, if the game's free, the online's free. Yeah, and that's how it should be. 
um, if it's free to play. If you want to spend all, all your money on skins, then uh, let them do it. But the game at a minimum should be free for people to play. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good then. Yeah, so I guess I guess I, I I assume you have the same idea of me that Xbox is continuing to kind of lead the be the pioneers for pro consumer movements in the gaming industry. Um, yeah. After they're like slapped on the wrist a few times. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, moving on to our next story, the studio Vicarious Visions was absorbed by Blizzard. Uh, Adam and I don't know exactly the situation with them, so we think that they were owned by. Activision and Blizzard is also owned by Activision. So I and Blizzard's obviously bigger than them. So we think that they just kind of uh, took the studio. They didn't buy it obviously. But for those of you that don't know, these are the makers of the Insane Trilogy, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy and the Tony Hawk remake. Uh 1 plus 2. This sucks, Adam. This absolutely sucks. What does just them being uh, having to do this. Oh, I thought you were referring to the other thing. No, <laughs> no, I did have to delete that though. But for those of you that that don't know, uh, Blizzard is also their their main series are Warcraft, Diablo, Starcraft, and Overwatch. Um, Vicarious Visions, in my opinion, has shown a whole lot of promise with these other games. It kind of sucks that from now on they're just going to be making Overwatch skins for the rest mm-hmm. of their lives. Yeah, like the Insane Trilogy and the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake are like <laughs> two, two of the like the most well-received remake developers to start working on some sucks for anyone who <laughs> doesn't want that yeah <laughs> which is a lot of people uh this was met with insane backlash on twitter for those of you who uh keep up with the the gamer sphere on twitter uh people were incredibly disappointed with this move because i i had heard and i don't know how you feel about this i played tony hawk games when i was younger mm-hmm. yeah, um, me too. i i want to say i played tony hawk 3 the most i don't remember playing one and two a whole lot but from what I had heard, this remake was incredibly good, and I think it actually won a game award for the best sports game. Yeah, no, they were really good games. I played the uh, underground games a lot as a kid, which were like really goofy. Like you could play as like Ben Franklin and like a hot dog vendor. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I think everyone can agree that the that from the outside looking in, this doesn't look like a great move. Or I mean, it, it just and maybe not a great. Maybe that's a poor way to word it, but. It kind of just looks disappointing. Um, mm-hmm. I, how far are you into the Insane Trilogy now? I've only still finished the first game. Uh, I got like halfway through the first game and got to the bridge level and realized I didn't really want to play the game anymore. Uh, how'd you do on that one? Did you struggle? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did struggle with that one. That's actually the level I did. I, I didn't struggle a whole lot with that one. Um, the final boss, dude. Oh my god! I was ready to uh, throw a, my controller through my TV. I was so angry at it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just want to play something else. Um, so I guess we can talk a little bit more about Blizzard. These four games, any of them interest you at all? Warcraft, Diablo, Starcraft, or Overwatch? Uh, no. You hate multiplayer games. I don't hate multiplayer games. You hate competitive multiplayer games. That's not also necessarily true. 
It's just like Warcraft's not my thing, Diablo's not my thing, Starcraft's not my thing, and Overwatch isn't my thing. Okay, well, name a, a multiplayer, a competitive multiplayer game that is your thing. Tetris 99. That, mm, okay. That, like, hardly counts, but whatever. Are you excited for Overwatch 2? No, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Did, are you excited for Overwatch Mobile? I didn't even know that was a thing. I think that is a thing. I could be wrong about that. Are you making well, shit up? No, I'll, okay. Overwatch 2 is without a doubt a thing. Like, 100%. Overwatch Mobile, I've he- I've heard that name come up, and I can't say for certain if it's really a thing or not. Are you gaslighting me? No, so I swear. Look it up. Overwatch Two is for sure a thing. They're no, making but it, what I am looking up. I'm looking up all the games that Vicarious Visions made, and I played a lot more games by them than I thought. Uh, they did the Finding Nemo game on the Game Boy Advance that came out in 2003. I played that. Um, they made a Spider-Man game. These motherfuckers made Doom Three. What? They made Doom Three. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They did Guitar Hero. Dude, I'm impressed by this list. Their legacy was squanched. They made Batman Begins. Speaking of Batman Begins, I just rewatched that movie actually yesterday. Was it good? Not as good as I remember. No, that one kind of... Uh, it, nah. it doesn't suck. No, no, it definitely doesn't suck, but it's not it my favorite. Like, yeah. Holy crap, they made a lot of Guitar Hero games. Yeah, they did the whole run from like guitar hero 3 from when activision bought it out from harmonics to like <laughs> when they destroyed it with the oversaturation oh and then they got stuck with skylanders that kind of sucks mm-hmm. huh this kind of seems like a studio that just gets tossed around yeah it really does like, I, I guarantee you, they, they weren't like, yeah, I want to make the Kung Fu Bandit game on DS. It was like, <laughs> no, Activision was like, you're doing this. Huh. Yeah, that, it looks like they, they are a talented studio that hasn't necessarily had a breakout game. Um, of their own, I should say. Because Crash Bandicoot was obviously popular, but um, just a remake of other, of other three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, still suck. I guess uh, I should say the Guitar Hero games were pretty popular, but yeah. once again, those weren't games that it looks like they created. It looks like they just took over after Guitar Hero Two, if I'm looking correctly. Mm-hmm. And they only they only they may have only done the port for the Wii. Now that I'm looking at it, yeah, they did. They only did the Wii, the Nintendo ports. Oh, really? Yeah, that's all they did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Those were the bad versions. <laughs> huh. But it also seems like those are the versions that everyone had too. Did you I had a Guitar Hero game on the Wii, did you? Yeah, I had Guitar Hero 3 and Aerosmith on the Wii. And okay, then I moved I had, on to Rock. No way, dude. I had I Aerosmith as well. I had Aerosmith. That, I, I vibed with that game. I had the guitar from it too. We do. For those that don't know, Matt and I are very into rock band. <laughs> yeah, we would stream that if we wouldn't get banned from Twitch. Um, Adam, I- I'm not kidding. Adam's one of the best players I've ever seen at that game. Well, I- I've seen a lot better players. <laughs> I like watch people online, and I'm like, damn, they're good. Okay, but in terms of people who don't do it like religiously, mm-hmm. he, I'm telling you guys, he can sit down and play probably 99% of uh, songs on Expert and do like 95% or better. Yeah, he's pretty impressive at the game, Thanks, especially man. especially the Wii versions. But moving on to 
Uh, story number four, Sony Santa Monica recently posted a job posting that seems like it was alluding to maybe an unannounced game. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Sony Santa Monica has only made God of War games, have ne- has never made anything else. Um, they're obviously exclusive to PlayStation. Adam, what do you expect this to be? I want you to give me your most outlandish prediction and out- like a, a realistic one. So most outlandish, in all honesty, is it would be another God of War game. Because yeah, Ragnarok's coming out, but then like, what if they just start pumping them out, you know? What if they did a VR God of War? I know I wrote that a little lower, lower down. Oh, I could see them doing that. What if they did? I, I don't know what a, that game would be like, though. Yeah, I don't know. What if they did a like a? I know you haven't played the most recent one, but his son Atreus. They could do like a spinoff on him, like a Miles Morales kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. Maybe, or it could be a completely new IP, and that's kind of what I'm leaning towards so for those of you that don't uh, don't know sony santa monica between god of war 3 and god of war 4 the one that came out on ps4 um they were developing i believe it was a an rpg a first person space rpg if i remember correctly i could have some of those details wrong but it was a space game i'm pretty sure it was an rpg uh they had showed it to sony and sony basically had said this is crap like you're making god of war (laughs) so that's (laughs) part of the reason why they've been stuck making god of war games for so long because a combination of one the god of war games are really popular so that's kind of what people want and expect and the time that they tried to make a game that wasn't god of war uh sony shut it down but it appears that maybe sony has given the green light on maybe another game maybe it is the space game that has been rumored for years i've heard rumors going around that it's going to be a vr god of war i find that very unlikely considering we don't have any announcement for even a a second vr and the indication that there is going to be a psvr too i think that would be cool i think if studios were to actually take the time to make a good vr game like they did with uh, valve did with half-life alex uh, they they've shown that good VR games can actually exist. Uh, I'm sure a VR God of War game would be. Uh, I don't want to say good. It would be interesting. I think it'd be very fun to play. I just don't know exactly how it fit into the current universe. It seems to be molding. So, um, in terms of what I expect, I completely expect it to be a new IP. I would expect it to be the space game that was rumored, or or a space game. Um, obviously not going to be the same one. Sony didn't want that anyways, but it seems to be that their, their like producer, Corey Barlog, he's always doing some teasing stuff on Twitter. Uh, for a Mm. while there, his profile picture was uh, a satellite in space. Whether that means anything, I imagine it would, but he also, I I have a new idea. Okay, go ahead. So, you know, got a, got a war. It seemed like they kind of like finished the series and then they like rebooted it in a way, like revitalized it with the PS4 God of War. Mm-hmm. What if now, with like the increasing popularity again, like people are looking forward to the sequel to that game? What if they're going back and remaking like the old games? See, I would, I, I, I've thought about that as well. Part of me is leaning away from that because I'm pretty sure they've come out and said that they don't want to remake them because they've already remade one and two for the PlayStation three and they remade three for the PlayStation four. 
So if the, I don't know if they necessarily want to spend more time and resources on remaking a game. Part of me would think they'd want to branch out and get away from doing just God of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? I would love to see that trilogy remade, though. I would totally buy that. That's something I would uh, 100% go out and buy. I'm going to be buying the Mass Effect trilogy as soon as it gets announced. So um, I'm 100% down for old games to to be remade, especially if they're going to be bundled together in one $60 purchase. But that's not something I'm necessarily expecting. Yeah. But I would be very pleasantly surprised if they decided to do that. That's a that would be a day one purchase for me. Yeah, me too. I really want to play those games, and I'm gonna double down on that just because like that all they've done is got a war. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I don't do you. I don't know if, if I've ever even said this on the podcast. So I went and looked at their what what Corey Barlog wanted the the series to be. Did you know that he wanted to like originally his his plans for it were to do were to be three different trilogies of mm-hmm. one in Rome, one in Norse mythology, and the other one in Egypt mythology? Yeah, I knew that. That's awesome. Yeah, there was concept <laughs> art even for the Egypt stuff. Do you think that's so, what like, they're doing now? So like this will be a trilogy, and then they'll do another trilogy. Yes, I do. As long as the as long as people are still enjoying the games. Mm-hmm. And I, it just seems like they are. Yeah, I think it'd be so cool to have after like nine games, just the culmination of just like gods from all different areas just coming and fucking shit up. That'd be so cool if they're able to pull that off. But if I mean, if we really think about that, that's nine games. Uh, who by the time that series is finished, we'd be into the twenty thirties probably. Mm-hmm. So who yeah, knows if they're going to have games like Mario and Zelda that have been around for so long. Yeah, but those aren't necessarily a continuation. That's not a series necessarily, you know. Yeah, like the same same storyline. It seems like with with like Mario, uh, once the new console comes out, they kind of uh, abandons not the right word, but they kind of like we we're not going to see it probably Super Mario Galaxy three come out on the Switch. No, but um, that'd be cool if we did get one. But they're going to probably go with Odyssey if they do make another one. But um, moving on to our fifth story. Uh, we're going to have a little uh, comparison debate type structure going on between Spider-Man PS4 and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, both of us have played these games. I think both of us would put both of them at an 8 out of 10 or 9 out of 10 if I had to, I'm speaking for Adam. Um, but we're going to go through a couple points and talk about it. So uh, the story between the two games, what did you what did you like about both of them? So bo- the stories of both games... <laughs> are very very good miles morales story was like short i kind of feel like it was too short i feel like the story in spider-man ps4 was like just the right length for what i wanted like it, it just had a lot of meat mm-hmm. all of it um miles morales story did a lot in the short time um keep in mind that like what i did when i played these games is i just like played the stories and did minimal side stuff so like spider-man ps4 took me like 20 hours and then miles morales took me like seven hours mm-hmm. Um. So I I think if I had to choose one, Spider-Man PS4, I would put had the better story, um, just because like like I don't know, like obviously if there was more, it was like double the length, um, but I don't know, it's like I I feel like that length was needed to really, like make a um, a solid story because you you know you get the connections between uh, the like spoilers for both these games. This whole thing is going to be spoilers for both of these games. We're not going to hold back. Um, we're 
you got more time in Spider-Man PS4 to really get the connection between like Peter and Octavius. So then like the final battle itself was really like intense. You know, you see where their relationship had gotten them and kind of like the fall of Octavius. And then, but in Miles Morales, it was like, I feel like the relationship between um, Miles and Finn wasn't as fleshed out before you like found out that she was the villain. Mm-hmm. So like it, it wasn't as impactful. What what are your thoughts on that? So when it comes to the story between the two, um, I actually, I disagree. I think that the Miles Morales story was better. Part of the reason I think that it was better was because I think that both stories had about the same amount of content between the two of them. Just the Spider-Man's was longer. I felt like sometimes I was doing things that I didn't really want to, like it didn't really feel like they were adding a whole lot to the story, but I will agree that between, um, I guess, uh, uh, the Spider-Man of each. So Peter and Octavius, that story was fledged out a lot better than it was between miles and Finn. And I guess in that aspect, I do, uh, I I do like that. The, the PS4 game, Spider-Man PS4 better, but in terms of a whole thing, I think that this eight hour story, they really fledged out miles in like in eight hours, which I don't think they really did with Peter. And I think that's something that they're going to do in the next one is kind of dive deeper into his character and the story. Uh, Mm -hmm. For me, it just kind of felt like with Peter, they're like, Hey, here's Peter. He's really smart. He cares about people. He likes his aunt and uh, his boss evil. Uh, That like, it didn't really feel like nothing crazy. And maybe it's just, I've seen the Spider-Man story told so many times throughout these last 20 years that it just didn't feel as special to me as seeing Miles' story told for really only the second time that I've actually watched. So uh, Mm -hmm. once in Spider-Verse and once on in this video game. And then we got a little bit of his development in Spider-Man PS4. But I really think that they took the parts from Spider-Man PS4 and really made them, they, they fledged out those details between his dad dying and him like going to a new school and moving to Queens. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Queens, Harlem. They they really made those details uh, pop out and made that really good part of the story. And uh, one thing I really like about that is Spider-Man kind of feels like like he just like comes to visit New York. Miles, you really feel that connection that he has with the city and Harlem. And I don't get that connection with Peter. I, um, I, I agree with that. I think if they were to, it's kind of unfortunate because um, in the comics, he's from Queens, but if you're going to make a a video game map of New York City, you're not going to have him swinging around Queens. You're going to, of course, going to have him swinging around Manhattan. So they'd have to change the story really, or add Queens to really get that connection between him and his like home neighborhood, I guess, if you'd want to call it home borough. But um, between both games, I still love both of their stories. Just if I had to pick one, I really enjoyed the Miles Morales one more. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you but that's in terms of like the characterizations between like spider-man and miles morales like miles miles himself was a better character than peter was okay moving on to our our second point that we're going to talk about though is the the villains in both and we've both kind of touched on it i think one of one of these games kind of just takes the cake between it uh spider-man ps4 having the sinister six the development between him and uh octavius was really good um the only character that I thought was kind of a dud, I, I just think Mr. Negative was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you felt about him. Yeah, like his part of the story, I feel like kind of dragged on a little too long. Mm-hmm. Um, still, still like kind of, kind of cool. Like it wasn't like a complete. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It, like, 
He wasn't like awful. Yeah, no, but, no, definitely not awful. But I think with like you have like uh like Scorpion and Vulture and stuff with the Sinister Six, it's like they weren't fleshed out as much. No, they weren't. Not that I a hundred percent agree with that. I just think it kind of made for uh cooler fights and cooler set pieces. I would have liked to see more uh story for each one, but of course they aren't gonna be able to do that. It just kind of sucks that the two villains they really fledged out, only one of them for me really hit. And although that one was really good, Doc uh, Doc Ock, um, Mr. Negative for me didn't hit as much. I would have liked to see them go more in depth with another one. But mm-hmm. um I thought the Miles Morales villains were still really good. I I the Finn as the tinker, uh kind of a different villain. Oh, uh, well, definitely not one that I had even known about going into this game. Mm-hmm. But I still thought it was pretty cool and uh, I'm very excited. I, I think they could have done more with Prowler, but I really feel like they were saving that um, for to use in the future. Uh, so but I, I still thought Prowler was cool. I really like that they used the Tinker how they did, because the Tinker is kind of like a mid-villain. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, very unique take, like, making her a female and having her be, like, the, <laughs> like the main villain of, like, a crime organization uh-huh. and, like, supplying their gear and all that. Um, and including um, having like a relationship with her and Miles. And then the Prowler was very cool. Um, I, I really liked what, what they did because like he was the Prowler, but he wasn't anymore. And like you kind of threw the um, like the side quest to get the story of what happened between him and his dad. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool that they drop you into like he was already the Prowler and he knew that Miles was Spider-Man kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to like the Spider Verse, for example, where it was like he finds out his uncle's the Prowler while he's like actively a villain, and it's like a huge moment. Yeah, so I, I agree. I'm excited. To, uh, do you think they're gonna introduce the Prowler later in either in a sequel to for Spider Man Two, or I don't know if they're gonna do like a a direct sequel to Miles Morales? I don't think they're gonna do direct sequel to Miles Morales. Um, so the Prowler's in jail. He like turned himself in when he like ratted out mm-hmm. yeah. a bunch of um uh whatever the people were um i i think like if he comes back it'd just be kind of like a supporting character for miles okay um but also miles morales also fleshed out the rhino a little more like there wasn't like yeah, yeah or anything mm-hmm. but you you got kind of like more of him which like i hope we get to kind of see more with like the vulture or scorpion yeah, um, although Vulture I, especially, because after watching like Homecoming and everything, I love like Michael Keaton's rend- like uh, 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 rendition of that character. I guess I, th- I oh, yeah. think that's really cool, really good. Although I think ultimately I prefer like new villains. Yeah, I, I agree. But I, I think if they were to introduce ones, I'd rather they uh, are I guess reintroduce car- uh, villains. I'd rather see ones like Vulture and everything who necessarily didn't get their time in the spotlight. Versus seeing like Doc Ock or the Tinker again, which I mean, if you've seen them, you won't. But um, I, I guess we kind of uh, kind of skipped over this. How did you feel about the the ending of both games? Did you like the like the final fight? I guess I guess we can just skip down the bosses right now. How did you feel about the the boss fights? The very the very last one for each game. The last fight. Hmm. They were both really really good. They're kind of equal for me. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. I think. That uh, in terms of like the setting, I think climbing up the building and fighting Doc Ock and Spider-Man PS4 is like one of the cooler video game moments I, I've mm-hmm. had in the past couple of years. But the the I guess the story aspect of how Miles Morales ended was uh, really good. Like mm-hmm. both of the, both of them were top notch in my opinion. 
uh, it's really hard to put one over the other. How'd you feel about the combat between the two games? Uh, given, uh, keep in mind, one of my deciding aspects between the two was I played Miles Morales on a PS5 and played Spider-Man PS4 on a PS4. So playing with that 60 FPS feature on Miles Morales really kind of decided it for me that I enjoyed the combat more in Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miles Morales had better combat, and because it was a shorter game, you kind of like leveled up your combat skills a lot faster than mm-hmm. you did in Spider-Man PS4. Yeah, and I think they introduced enough th- that it was different. The Venom Punch was obviously like the biggest change, but mm-hmm. there were just subtle differences between each of their fighting styles that I really liked. Uh, I thought the stealth stuff in Miles Morales was much better than it was in oh, PS4. Oh, I did too. Yeah, the, the much better. stealth stuff in PS4 was such a slog, but in Miles Morales... um like the camouflage made it a lot more interesting Mm -hmm. oh i didn't even yeah the camouflage was a a really cool aspect i'm super super excited to see how they continue uh changing up the combat because they aren't going to do the same thing for uh probably the next game even between the two characters but um were there any other boss fights you wanted to highlight before we move on to the last the last two yeah miles morales overall had like better boss fights (laughs) how'd you feel about the prowler boss fight i thought it was fun that the prowler boss fight was fun. The um the rhino fights were fun. Um, trying to think what other bosses there were. There were there wasn't that much more. But in like in Spider Man PS4, it's like on paper fighting like <laughs> like Scorpion and Rhino at the same time is fun. But when you're actually doing it, it just kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree. There's so much going on. One thing I like about both these games is how you start out with the boss fight. Between mm-hmm. Spider-Man PS4, you're fighting Fisk, and Miles Morales, you're fighting Rhino. Yeah, but the beginning of Miles Morales was a lot better than Spider-Man PS4. I 100% agree. But I, no, actually, I don't know if I 100% agree. I really like the Spider-Man PS4 kind of going up the the tower, I guess, to get to Fisk. Yeah, but like Miles Morales just drops you in the world so much faster. No, I, I mean I can I get what you're saying, but I just I think it's for me playing Spider-Man PS4 for the first time and not knowing what to expect, and all of a sudden like I'm just in a boss fight. I thought that was so cool. That's not something that happens a whole lot. I think we're starting to see games do it more. It happens. You know, I'm not going to spoil it because I I know you're going to play the game. There's another game that recently came out around the uh, in the PS4 era that started out with a boss fight that was pretty cool. If you can guess what it is, guess and send. Is us it God of War? Yeah. All right. It's fucking awesome. But I guess moving on, side missions between the two. You said you didn't do a whole lot. Um, I've did every single side mission in both of these games. I'm uh, almost 100% in Miles Morales, but I just gave the, the gave the disc to Adam so he could play it. Uh, between the two, I definitely like Miles Morales more, but I do think I got kind of tired of some of them. Um, in Spider-Man PS4. <laughs> like just like the side missions were just for like map completion just going around and doing stealth missions and combat missions which like i honestly had enough by the end of just playing the story of those mm-hmm. um whereas in miles morales they're like the side missions like the um like finding the beats for uncle aaron and then yeah. getting like the the backstory of like prowler and miles's dad was like cool like i was very insensitive incentivized is that the right word yep yeah to to go around the map and like do all those like do that side mission to like because doing it was fun and like the reward was cool 
Okay, so here's the thing. I 100% agree that doing those audio missions was very fun. Uh, learning about the story. Actually doing the audio mission fucking sucked. I hated it. I, I couldn't loved it. I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. I had to look one of them up. One of them where you're like getting the church bells. I mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't find it for the life of me. Cause like you have to even stand in a specific spot as well. The directions are so vague. Like you it's like too close, too far away. And it's like mm-hmm. I moved a foot. Like how is it that that different? You had to watch the waveform and get oh, him to match. Uh, yeah, but you understand that more than I do. I'm just an idiot who was trying to 100% everything as fast as I could. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy the side missions more in Miles Morales. I like the idea of actually people requesting your help and you going and doing like even more just like friendly neighborhood things like uh, saving a cat, for example. I mm-hmm. thought that was uh, much better than just kind of swinging around the city and getting yeah. a call from Yuri saying, <laughs> Finding hey, that guy's a- pigeons. Yeah, that that's fun, but that's actually in Spider-Man PS4 too. Oh, really? Yeah, you just must not have gotten for that. No. <sighs> Sorry, I was taking a drink of water, hydrating the lubing up the throat. Mm-hmm. Um, predictions for Spider-Man two. Take it away. I want you to give me what you think's gonna happen. Uh, with the um, big teaser at the end as well. I assume you saw that. Yeah, I mean they're they're really doubling down on Harry. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that's definitely going to be probably the main thing. There's, like Green Goblin's probably going to be the main villain. Whether it's um, Norman or Harry is the Green Goblin. Um, what What do you think? Uh, I guess I I don't. It's going to be the Green Goblin. I guess I I would imagine it's just going to be be Harry. Yeah. Considering he's in the tube of green stuff. Hmm. Um. I do think we're going to get some returning characters. I I would would expect to see a uh, vulture or electro or something like that. Um, yeah, but that's going to involve another prison break, which you know they already did. That's true. That's true. Maybe they do. Oh, I'm trying to think of. Maybe they do like the the sand. Maybe they bring venom in. I I really want them to. They kept saying venom in Miles Morales. They're like, oh, this is the work of venom, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a bad name. Mate. Uh I'd like to see that. Um, isn't technically Moon Knight part of the Spider-Man universe? Technically. Maybe they bring him in. Um Do you think they maybe mess around with the 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 Spider-Verse and maybe we get a Gwen Stacy Spider-Man like in the in Spider-Verse? Maybe. I don't I don't know if they're going to do like Spider-Verse stuff. Yeah, I think that might just be too easy with Miles. Like that just would yeah. make make too much sense. How how do you expect the the I guess gameplay to be? Do you think we're going to be able to play as both uh Peter and Miles? Hmm. I don't know. The story itself is definitely going to be focused on Peter. Mhm. But I don't know. You might unlock at the end some ability to just play as Miles or something. Oh, I think it's going to be much more in depth than that. I think we're going to be switching between the two. Like you, you'll have the ability to switch between the two, or no, like no. Story? I think it's going to be like a force. Like when you get to a certain point, you start playing as Miles. Okay, I could, and then that. like you'll switch back to Peter and like back and forth between the two. Maybe like every every hour or so. Um, I do expect we're going to get more out of Peter though. And then and then you beat the game. Yeah, then you can switch. But I do think it's. It, I I just said like switching every hour. It's probably not going to be quite like that. If anything, it would be. Uh, playing as peter more this is going to be definitely a, a peter sequel 
a mm-hmm. prequel, as we call them. But um, I think it'd just be such a missed opportunity to be able to play as Miles, like consistently. Like yeah. they, I feel like they have the ability to tell such a cool story between the two, and it will be really tough to do so. But um, just getting like a big story for Peter, and maybe it's just a little bit for Miles to just advance his character along a little bit. But do do you think they're going to do a Miles Morales too? I would. I mean, just considering this game was technically a spinoff and not a full on sequel, I would say no. I don't know why they would do a a sequel. But I mean, this game was really popular too. This game was like top five in the world for like for uh, most most units sold. Mm-hmm. And they so. they could pump them out. It's like they could. They really could like, with the like map the and everything. The Olympics. It's like every two years is like like a different one. Do we? Do you think this is going to be uh, just the same map, Manhattan, or do you think they're going to maybe add Brooklyn or something to it? I I really see it being the same map, which is kind yeah. of unfortunate. Um, they could add Brooklyn or Queens or both, probably because they're right next to each other. Um, just to have kind of a little more. Um, the map itself kind of works, but it, it would be nice to. Maybe have a sequel where you're in like London or something. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Like- so the way I'm envisioning it is, I think I think that as long as the games are good, they're going to continue doing this from uh, through the PS4, PS5, and then uh, into the next system. Even so, the way I'm envisioning it is that, um, and if you're listening Insomniac Games and want to bring me on, go ahead. But the way I'm envisioning it is that this is just going to be another game set in Manhattan. They're going to do something to change up the map. For example, this was. The Miles one was during Christmas, so there were Christmas and s- decorations and snow. I don't know exactly what they do to change it up um, drastically, but I think that they will. I don't know if it would just be another holiday or something going on. Maybe the entire time the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is going through the city. Because um, then you but, get like SpongeBob floating in the air. Yeah, then we get a bunch of crossovers, and then uh, the SpongeBob verse opens up. And. But in all seriousness, I do think it'll be something like that. Um, I've also been toying with a couple ideas in my head where maybe, um, so you know how in uh, the movie Venom, that one takes place in San Francisco, Mm -hmm. uh, which is different. Maybe uh, Peter is in San Francisco and Miles is in New York and they're both kind of like deputizing their areas because Miles, to me, feels like he needs to stay in New York. I'm not as attached to Peter staying in New York. I also think that you're right that if they they could do just do one in London as well, like a Spider-Man three in London, mm-hmm. I think that would make sense as well. But, but that that'd be a cool way to have both, because then yeah, you'll have both maps with both yeah, characters. I think so too. And then but the I just wonder how much they're like going to do that because that's going to be two basically two different games. But then again, they're not going to have to do a whole lot to the New York side of it. They're just going to be updating textures and everything yeah which is probably why like miles morales came out so soon because they just took the same map and yeah. added snow which was such a vibe by the way i was vibing was, with, yeah. with the setting a lot more and miles how, morales how'd you like the music i really enjoyed the music in the in miles i like how they kind of took the orchestral orchestra music and put like the the i guess hip-hop beat kind of behind it yeah, it was it was interesting. I mean, neither games really had like a spectacular soundtrack in all honesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess. Between the two, all right. So I guess we'll we'll finish off this topic. Which game did you like more? 
See, I was hoping by talking about this, I'd be able to have an easier time deciding, but they're both just like kind of equal to me. I think maybe right now Miles Morales, but that could also just be because it was the last one I played. Yeah, recency bias. I I, I personally enjoyed Miles more. Uh, if I went back and played Spider-Man uh, PS4 again, maybe I'd like that one more. Uh, I just really vibed with Miles. That's a game that I sat down and finished in like two days. I was really, I really enjoyed that game. Mm-hmm. I guess I'd say Miles because I'm looking at the categories. It's like story, I'd give to Spider-Man PS4. <sighs> Villains, I'd give to... That one's that's, kind of equal. Yeah, that's Com- combat I'd give to Miles. Side missions I'd give to Miles. So, like, I guess I'd choose Miles. Yeah, I also choose Miles. But moving on to our very last thing that we're gonna just touch on for a couple minutes, Adam, take it away. Uh, how much time do we have? Uh, it's five minutes. We're at fifty-four minutes, but then there's a little bit of editing to do. So, oh yeah. So I wanted to bring this up to Matt. Uh, the other few nights ago, I was looking at um, video games that came out in the year 2001, which was 20 years ago now. And Matt, I just want you to know how stacked this year was for video games. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at what you put down, and it is stacked. So uh, <laughs> Nintendo released two systems. They released the Game Boy Advance and the GameCube, which are two. Both in 2001? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, some fan favorites. Didn't really sell uh, the best, but fan favorites. Uh, the first Paper Mario game came out in 2001. Animal Crossing came out. Uh, the Zelda Oracle games, um, which now that I'm seeing are 20 years old, I think we might be able to see a remake of those in like the Link's Awakening style mm-hmm. of that remake. Um, Pikmin, Smash Brothers Melee. Um, Sega was still kicking. They had Shenmue 2, Sonic Adventure 2. Super Monkey Ball and Fantasy Star Online, which is getting remade, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, Sony <laughs> had Eco. Uh, the Jack and Daxter series was introduced this year. Microsoft released the Xbox system, and then Halo as a launch game, and then <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid Two, Final Fantasy X, RuneScape, Devil May Cry, GTA Three. There was just so much, Matt. This year was stacked. Can you imagine playing all these games? In like a span of twelve months. Uh, I mean, I'm looking through all these games, and they all interest me, every single one. Like they are games that I've either played and, and enjoyed, or would be super stoked if I if they were coming out for the first time this year. Except mm-hmm. RuneScape, Runes, I did not. Uh, that's not a game I enjoy. But I that's like played. such a huge game. That yeah, no, out. no, no. It is. It's really. It's huge. It's like big. It's a huge game. Just personally, not super interested. But I can. I see where where you're coming from that like that not only did this game come out this year but so did all of all of these other games mm-hmm. uh, who who know i mean i have i wonder we'd have to go back and look i wonder if there's another year that even like comes close to this i don't know but like 20 years later do you see 2021 being this stacked no but i think 2020 was stacked really yeah well it's like we had two console launches animal crossing there was a new Paper Mario, but it wasn't like the first Paper Mario. <laughs> no, but we got Spider-Man Miles Morales. We got the Demon Souls remake, which people were super stoked for. Yeah, but um, look at this list. None of them are remakes. Or, and like, if they are sequels, they're sequels that are like better received than the first one. I Okay, I'm not saying... I, I just want to get out there. I wasn't saying that 2020 was better. I just think with the, the development cycle... Like, 
I'm just saying with the development cycle of games taking longer for these studios to make games than back then they were pumping out games every That's one or two years, that 2020 was still a very good year for mm-hmm. video games. I think it's better than 2019 was. Yeah. But, and I, I don't think this year is going to be like this. I think with, uh, I think if everything that had been announced for coming out this year came out this year, uh, it would be an incredibly stacked year. But we've already been starting to get delays from games. So uh, Hogwarts Legacy got delayed, not coming Rest out this year. RIP Hogwarts. Uh, everyone's speculating that there's no possible way God of War makes it out this year. I don't know where people are getting their information. As until we get something, I wouldn't uh, start discounting games yet. But mm-hmm. um, just think about all the games we have announced, and Nintendo hasn't even come to the table yet. No. So who knows when Nintendo comes out and starts, here's our uh, Zelda 35th year anniversary collection. Oh, also, here's uh, Super Mario Odyssey 2 and Breath of the Wild 2. Like, as unlikely as that may be, we don't know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, there's still probably games from both Sony and Microsoft that haven't been announced. And then you have our third-party studios who also have games that haven't been announced yet. Yeah. And we could see, like, the return to Halo. What was that? Yeah. Hey, uh, sorry, I just banged my water bottle on my table on accident. I thought you made a mess. We could get fi- uh, Final Fantasy 16 this year. Eh. What do you mean, eh? Yeah, we might. We might. We're getting Resident Evil 8 this year. True. It won't. It won't be as good as this year, two thousand one. But mm-hmm. um, who knows? Maybe. It, uh, maybe it'll be uh, second best. Yep. But uh, do you have anything else to add? Sorry, I uh, forgot nope. I was hosting for a second. I was waiting for you to wrap it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Uh, check us out on Spotify on Sundays. Where I think for sure we're not committing to weekly, but. We should have another episode for sure coming out on the 31st. I think we're going to at least commit to that. So it'll be two weeks in a row. Uh, watch the one that just came out if you missed it. Uh, watch again on Tuesday when this, uh, or I guess listen again on Tuesday when uh, the the next one, uh, the next Ramblin' Gamers uh, podcast comes out. Keep an eye out on our Twitch. We've been kind of drifting away from streaming so much. I've started school and Adam's been busy with work and everything, but uh, we're going to try and get back into that. Uh, as soon as we can, I've been I've been playing a lot of GeoGuessr. So if you guys want to see that, <laughs> I'm going to try that game out. Um, just to let you know, you're going to have to sign up for a free trial. You only get one free game a day. I I don't know if I can support that. Yeah, it is pretty messed up. Um, yeah, <laughs> but um, as we talked about earlier in the show, uh, 3D World comes out at the beginning of February, and I I would love to play through that <laughs> with you, Matt. Multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I, I'll. I'll get that game if you. As soon as you show me that you pre-ordered it, I'll go pre-order it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do I have to pre-order it? I was just gonna like wake up and go to GameStop and get it. No, go. Pre- you get the pins if you pre-order. Why the fuck wouldn't you just go pre-order it? I'll go, fine, I'll pre-order it. Damn. But thanks for watching, guys. Keep an eye out on our YouTube, and we'll see you guys on Sunday. And then, if not Sunday, Tuesday. Thanks, guys. Yep. See you guys.